God bless you, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Leonard. It's a great day to be alive, knowing that God still has a purpose for our lives. I mean, we have so much to be thankful for. You know, even in the midst of a crazy generation, even in the midst of crazy circumstances, we can still give thanks. The Bible says in all things, give thanks, because this is the will of God concerning you in Christ Jesus. And knowing that God still has a plan for our lives. But brothers and sisters, have you ever just kind of wondered sometimes like, man, Lord, why did I get passed over for the promotion? Or why does it seem like it's not my time yet? You know, maybe things are not going the way you want them to go in your life. And you've been working really, really hard, yet no one recognizes you. You wonder, like, why, Lord, um, can I not at least get some kind of advancement, especially on this job? I've been faithful. I've been doing everything I'm supposed to do. And it seems like I am just the last one on the totem pole. I don't know about you, but I felt that way. And even in my life, I felt that way, you know, being um, as a two-month-old baby being rejected by his parents and my grandmother raised me um, that probably had a lot to do with the way that you know I feel sometimes in my life and so I have to encourage myself and know that I'm important in God's eyes it doesn't matter how many billions of people are on this earth I'm important to God he knows my name and so he says in my mother's womb he knew me and so I want to encourage you today, brothers and sisters, if you're going through similar situations, maybe you're not feeling valued, maybe you're a husband and you don't feel valued by your wife, or or maybe you're a wife and you're not feeling valued by your husband, or maybe by your family, maybe by your in-laws, right? But I want to encourage you that, brothers and sisters, you are important. You're very important because you have the very presence of the Lord on the inside of you. And greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. So you're important to a lot of people because if it wasn't for you, a whole lot of folks would probably find themselves in hell. But because of you, God is going to use you to bless other people. So I want to encourage you today. I want you to stand strong, stand fast, knowing that God loves you, man. He loves you. And so let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just want to thank you right now for your word. Bless the word today, Holy Ghost. Let the word go out and touch the hearts of people who are struggling, who are going through. Maybe they're feeling like they're not valued and they're going through a tough time right now. But minister, them, minister to them where they are. Father, give me what to say and how to say. And I give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Brothers and sisters, before I start, I just want to give you a reminder. If you would just continue to pray for uh, the folks in Ukraine. Uh, we got to continue to lift them up, and we really want them to win that war. And just pray that Russia would just back down and stop this craziness. And uh, Vladimir Putin, that God would deal with him like he dealt with Pharaoh. All right. So anyway, what I want to do is I'm going to come from 1 Samuel 17, and I want to talk about David. Um, I know you're familiar with that story with David and Goliath, that kind of thing. But I just wanted to focus a little bit on David. Now, David, here he is, a shepherd boy. Now, sort of the backstory with David, 
is that David is uh, Jesse's eighth son. And so he's not like the favorite son because the first three are like, you know, Jesse's favorite. And then it meant, they really doesn't mention much about the other sons. And then David, he's the one that sent was sent to tend the sheep. Uh, he's the one out in the field doing all the labor. And so you find later um, in First uh, Samuel that that David um, was a rather rejected lad. Um, so you could tell with his relationship, his brothers, that they treated him a different way. And so uh, I can imagine with David, he sometimes probably felt like um, like he was not the black sheep of the family, but certainly an outcast. Yeah, absolutely. But here's the thing, man, and this is why I say you just keep serving God and doing what God wants you to do. Whatever you do, just continue to give God praise and give him honor and glory in your life. It doesn't matter where you are right now. You know, the Bible says despise not small beginnings. Just because you begin small doesn't mean that you're going to end up small. I'm going to tell you, God has a tendency to use you when you're faithful in a small situation. He'll use you in big situations. He said, if you're faithful over the small things, I'll make you ruler over the huge things. And so no matter what you're feeling right now, don't let those feelings lie to you because they do lie. God loves you and he does have a purpose for your life. He created you for a purpose. So think about this. David, he's doing what he do every single day. He's out tending the sheep. Well, this one particular time, um, his dad asked him to go deliver bread to his brothers who were uh, with the armies of Israel. And they were basically, the Bible says that Israel was faced off with the Philistine. Israel was on one side of the valley and the Philistines were on the other side of the valley. And so they were there. This story goes that this huge giant, he comes down every day. This guy, he was a game changer. Even the king was scared of him. And so every day this giant would come down and he would challenge the army of Israel. He told them basically, look, if you can send me a champion and they defeat me, then me and my people will serve you. But if I defeat your champion, then you and your your champion and your whole army and your people have to serve, serve the Philistines. So the people were scared. They were terrified. Now, you got to remember, Saul was a king and he was tall and he was head and shoulders above everybody. But this giant made Saul looked like he was small <laughs> and so the people were scared nobody bothered to look to God nobody bothered to pray everybody looked at the giant and you know sometimes in our lives we face problems like that where we don't look to God we look at the giant we look at the situation we look at the cancer that's staring us in the face we look at the uh, overwhelming debt that's staring at us we look at the, uh, the bad relationship with our children. We look at the fact our children don't want to serve God. We look at all the bad things, the giants in our lives, but we don't look at God. And see, the problem is we don't look at these things through the eyes of God because if we did, then we wouldn't see a giant. We would see victory. Well, David did what his dad said. He went down and he took the bread down to his brethren. Just happens that as this giant is coming out, as he's done over the past 40 days, 
every day he came out and challenged Israel. And they were terrified. They were scared. They had no, they, they thought they were going to be put into slavery because they didn't have anybody to beat this giant. Nobody felt confident. Nobody turned to God. Everybody was looking at themselves and the problem. But I'm going to tell you, brothers and sisters, when you got a problem you can't solve, man, you need to be looking at God. Look at God first because God is the answer. And I'm telling you, this boy, David, he was doing what he does every single day. He takes care of the sheep. He obeys his dad. And he goes down and he does his everyday work. Now, I'm going to tell you something. Some of y'all out there, you're getting ready to get you some suddenly moments. I don't know if you know what a suddenly moment is. But suddenly is your life was one way at one moment. And then suddenly your life changed. Well, such is the case for David. His life is one way right now. But baby, his life is getting ready to change. <laughs> in, a, in a huge way. So David takes the bread, and as he's taking his bread to his brethren, he hears this giant, and he hears this giant's proclamation. And he looks at the men, and they're scared, and he sees that they're scared. They're fearful. And so David begins to wonder, what is going on here? Because because David is not used to, um, you know, he's not used to that. He, he's been serving God, and he's got... Um, He's got God on his mind. And so so David said, is there not a cause? Are you guys going to do something about this? He said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that's defying the armies of the Lord? Who is this guy? And they said, David, don't you know? That's, giant, that's Goliath, the big 10-foot giant. And he's been coming out every day for 40 days challenging the people of God. And everyone's scared. David said, I'm not scared. What's the king going to give me if I defeat him? How much is he going to give me? <laughs> Just like David. So anyway, uh, when the people heard David talking, they told Saul that, hey, there's somebody that wants to fight Goliath. Because everyone was scared. Nobody wanted to fight Goliath. But this is David. Now, you got to keep in mind, David is an everyday David. He's doing the same thing that he's always done. He's an everyday David. And, and, and he just happens to be at a point in his life where he's getting ready to receive a suddenly moment. Suddenly, things are going to change in his life. Suddenly, he's going to go from being in the rear to the front. Suddenly, he's going from obscurity to notoriety. Just like some of y'all, you've been working at that place for seven, eight years and nobody's acknowledged you. They ain't said nothing. I mean, it's like you don't exist. But baby, suddenly something's going to happen. Somebody's going to be leaving that position. They're not going to have somebody to fill that position. And suddenly you become valuable. Out of nowhere, you go from the rear to the front. You go from obscurity to notoriety. There's a suddenly moment coming for you. Man, watch this. So David... He's uh, he's listening to this. And finally, he gets audience with Saul and he told Saul that, uh, look, this giant is harassing the people of God. He said, sire, let me go out and fight him. I'll take him on. I'll get rid of this pathetic uh, trouble that we have right now. And, and Saul is looking at him like, are you crazy? Do you see how tall this giant is? And this dude is a warrior. Like Goliath has been a warrior from his youth and David is a shepherd boy and he's probably the better, maybe five, seven at best. 
you know, so he's not a very tall guy. And the giant, if the if you check out the biblical measurements for Goliath, he's about uh, he's about ten feet tall, and he weighs probably about four eighty five hundred pounds, maybe more. And he's been a warrior from his youth. He's undefeated. Nobody's beat him. So he's the Philistines' champion. And Saul is looking at David like, are you crazy? But Saul has failed to realize that David has a relationship with God. Oh, my God. So David wasn't looking at the giant through the eyes of himself, but he was looking at the giant through the eyes of God. And David remembered that when he was keeping his sheep, there was a day where a lion took one of his sheep and he caught the sheep. And he killed the sheep with his, uh, I'm sorry, he caught, the lion caught the sheep. David went after the lion and rescued the sheep. And David killed the lion with his bare hands. And then on another occasion, there was a bear that took one of his sheep. David went after the bear and he killed the bear with his bare hands. So he said, if God was with me when I killed the bear and God was with me when I killed the lion, surely God is going to be with me when I kill this uncircumcised Philistine, when I take down this giant that my people are scared of. And that's what I'm talking about. David's suddenly moment came all that stuff that he was doing in obscurity, hanging on, rescuing sheep, keeping sheep, taking care of them, uh, meeting their needs. David was feeding them, making sure they had what they needed. I mean, David was doing all that stuff. He was the outside man. He wasn't uh, he wasn't in the house. He stayed outside. But all of that prepared him for this moment. This is what I'm saying. Everything that you're doing and that you're going through is preparing you for the next moment, the next phase, the next facet in your life, the next thing. And so you just have to be faithful with what you're doing because God is preparing you for that next move in your life. Oh, I'm telling you, you got to trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. So here is David, this young shepherd boy. Look back on past victories. Sometimes in your life, you need to look back on past victories. If you're facing something right now and it looks like that thing won't move and it looks like you're doomed and you you just don't know what to do. Brothers and sisters, look back on your life and look back when God rescued you from precarious situations. When God came in, when nobody else was there, when you had to believe God, when you stood on God's word and God moved for you. Look back on those victories. Look back to see how God rescued you, because if God did it, then he'll do it now. If God did it way back then, he'll do it right now. He's the same God today, yesterday and forevermore. And so. My God, David finally convinces Saul that he's going to go out and fight the giant. And Saul tries to give David his armor, but David tried it on. It didn't fit. David said, no, I'm going to go out with the gifts that God gave me. God gave me enough to defeat this giant. And he told the giant as he's running out to the giant, he picked up a smooth stone, five smooth stones, and he ran out to the giant. And he told the giant this day, I'm going to feed your carcass to the fowl of the air. This day, my friend, I'm going to take your head off. <laughs> I'm going to destroy you because you defy the armies of the Lord. And of course, the giant laughed. Oh, he looked at David and said, ah, oh, this little shepherd boy, he can't. He There's no way he can take me. He can't defeat me. So the giant laughed. But I'm going to tell you something. This is a good lesson for you. 
Don't worry about how your brothers and sisters perform, the gifts that they have, you know, the talents that they have. You don't worry about that. You worry about what God gave you because I'm going to tell you something, brothers and sisters, you have to use what you got. You know, when Moses was leading the children of Israel, he didn't have anything but a staff. And God used him to use the staff to smote the rock, to, to give the people of God water in the desert. Oh, millions of people drank from that water. I'm telling you, when Moses, they came to the Red Sea and the people of God were trapped and there was no way out. Moses stretched forth his rod and the Red Sea parted. I'm telling you, God wants you to use what you got. So David told Saul, I am good. I'm going out with what God gave me because greater is he that's fighting for me than he that's fighting against me. So David went out with a smooth stone and he loaded it in his slingshot and he hurled that stone toward the giant and the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit of God got a hold to that stone and he made that stone sink in the head of the giant and the giant went down and David ran to the giant and took the giant's sword and he chopped his head off and David prevailed over the giant. David had a suddenly moment. And from that moment, the king wanted to know, who is this young lad? Who is this man, this boy that went out and defeated the giant on our behalf? And from that day, David's life was never the same. David, the forgotten one, the eighth son of Jesse, man. We can learn a lesson from him. And I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, you hang in there. You hold on because I'm telling you, God has a suddenly moment for you. You just be faithful over the small things and God will make you ruler over many. Man, I'm excited about this. I'm excited because I know that God is going to do great things for you. Listen, I'm going to leave it right there. But if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you can't have a suddenly moment. Not like that. But you can't have this suddenly moment. Today, you can know him as your Lord and Savior. Suddenly, you're able to go to heaven. Suddenly, you're going to spend all eternity with God Almighty, the God who created you. Suddenly, woo, you'll be able to say, Jesus, you're my Lord and you're my Savior. Brothers and sisters, pray this prayer with me. If you don't know Jesus and you want to be saved, man, this is the time. Say, Lord Jesus. I come to you right now and I'm a sinner. You said in your word that if I would confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead, that I'll be saved. Jesus, I confess you as my Lord. I believe in my heart that you died for my sins and I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I give my life to you and I repent of all my sins. Jesus, thank you for coming into my heart and saving me that I'm your child right now. I'm your child. Brothers and sisters, tell somebody I'm saved. Say I'm saved. I'm saved. When you see somebody, go out and tell them about Jesus. Go out and tell them about this Jesus that you just received. Listen, brothers and sisters, um, find you a good Bible believing church and um, and you can download your Bible on your cell phone or you can go buy your Bible, but get a good Bible and start studying and reading the Bible, reading the word of God and learning about this God that's going to do great things in your life. And I encourage you, saints, that suddenly moment is coming. You just stay faithful with what you're doing and watch God be ready for your suddenly moment.
because there is a time where you're going to go from obscurity to notoriety. This is Brother Leonard. Have a blessed day.